G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our weekly podcast on this super Sunday here in Australia, but of course it was super Saturday in Europe. Big morning, Michael. Lots going on all around the continent, basically. And some word of advice, um, don't have four hours sleep like I did going into it, as I had a friend's 40th. And when I was having that cocktail at 12.30, I really shouldn't have had. So, yes. But it was still a great morning. It was. It was. Particularly as you had to be full concentration on Norway. Yes. And let's just get cracking right into it. Mm. Norway's Melody Grand Prix. It's been going on for quite a while, but it has come to an end. And what a finish. Uh, it came down to two of the favourites, Kano versus Tix, and the winner was Tix with Fallen Angel. Michael, this is the head-to-head that we were all expecting or even hoping for. Two great entries. In the end, Tix won the public vote when they were both in the gold jewel. 380,000 votes to 281,000. That's a 58-42 split. Mm. Really quite comfortable in the end. What did you think about this big result? Yeah, look, it was the cream roast at the top, really, wasn't it? They were the two best entries going into the the final, and we got them in the gold final. And um, to be honest, I'm not that surprised with the voting uh, being that heavily mm, in favour mm. of Tix. We always mention he was very popular in the domestic market. Um, you know, that's not to say Kano put in a bad performance or anything like that. I just think on the night, Tix had it. Tix had more in the performance, and I think that captured the uh, public imagination. Yeah, look, I think we're both um, a fan of the song, but I'm, I think we're both fans of both of these top two songs. Mm-hmm. But particularly with Tix, um, what really won me over from that very first week was the whole staging package with the song itself. Hearing it in English even made that stronger for me. Mm. Um, it really tied the lyrics to what he was presenting on stage, which is really over the top and campy, but also with a really nice kind of authentic message with him as well. And I like that about him. He's kind of over the top, but authentic. And it just had great straight stage presence. And yes, he's popular. But as you say, I think it was just the better package on the night yeah i will agree with that it's interesting with the uh, english lyrics one it's you know when you're used to hearing a song in a certain way and Mm. then it gets changed can be a little jarring i'm starting to wear to the uh the english lyrics now so it was a little bit of a jolt but um i think it works i don't know personally i'd probably like to see a bit of a hybrid maybe go to the contest Maybe a little bit in Norwegian, a little bit in English, possibly. Well, he did do a little bit of Norwegian in his final performance. He did a little mini speech um, mm. midway through. Like, I don't know what was actually said. Never got the <laughs> translation, but it felt like a last call to vote. Um, and <laughs> it obviously it obviously worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's, it, this had broad appeal. It wasn't just for young... A lot of people going, teenagers vote, that's why he won. Mm-hmm. No, this had broad appeal. A lot of people online say, my 70-year-old mum and dad voted for this. Like... He is very popular, but again, great song. 
definitely was one of the songs that stood out uh, as soon as the selection came available. Were you happy? Very happy. I was happy too. Yeah, I was <laughs> I really mean, happy. And I'm not dancing on Kano's grave or anything no, like that. No. I thought they were very good. Um, I wish I'd seen a little more from the staging. They obviously changed it up with the outfits they were wearing and lightened that up. But ultimately, three singers on a stage with some rotating plinths and some lights, and that just didn't cut it. Yeah, I think they had a, they had a really strong entry, um, and I think the song was great. We've always really loved this song. I was really happy with either going. Mm. I said this before, wasn't hugely big on their staging at all. I hated their staging in the sem- in the that semi final performance, um, but I liked the outfit change because I didn't like the darkness. It made it a little lighter, and they. But other than Alexandra's vocal moment where they lit up things a little bit and some things move around and a bit of Fred. Um, it just didn't have what the staging of Tix had. And I think that's being overlooked. Mm. Um, they put a lot into that great video they had. Maybe that budget should have been going towards the staging at MGP. Did they have one eye on Rotterdam already and took the eye for ball slightly, maybe? Yeah, maybe call the uh, cart before the horse a little bit, you think, maybe? Potentially. I just think they really needed to go big with that staging. Um, and I think ultimately that's what really lost it for them. Yeah, I kind of agree. There was no real moment in it apart from the vocal moment from Alexandra. Yeah, but you know what? Great to have them back. They've said they're going to continue working. And uh, Kano fans, please, you know, uh, don't feel too bad about it. You know, it's always a bit of a struggle when your favourite loses, but uh, they'll be back. Yeah, it was. I felt even I felt sorry for them I this did. morning. I did. Yeah, yeah. I wanted them. If they could have both won, I would have loved it. <laughs> um, the other ones to make the top four, so the the um, getting past that first stage was also Blast Mafia and featuring Hazel with Let Loose, and our winner from the wildcard round, Yawn with Faith Bloody Faith. Did you realize all four of those were in week one? Exactly. Yeah, two <laughs> two of the contenders from uh, week one and the two uh, pre qualified previews. So yeah, don't know what we're doing for the other month, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of their performances? Oh, look, I mean, we knew what to expect from Blast Mafian. There was no real surprises there. Um, and Yawn, look, if anything of the four, I'm a little surprised Yawn got through. Maybe because it's not my taste. I probably would have snuck Ray Lee in myself. But um, obviously he just won the, um, you know, the wildcard vote. So, you know, a bit of momentum going in there. And, and, you know, it is an interesting song with a lot of supporters. Yeah, and I think he did a better job of it this time around. Felt a little cleaner than the first time. So you're not overly surprised he snuck in. Rayleigh, let's have a quick chat about her. Mm-hmm. I was a bit disappointed in her performance this time. Didn't like the braids. Lost the 80s feel of the whole flash dance moment. It made no sense in the context of what she was wearing and what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it what was Flashdance about it? it was Rayleigh from last year what she just wandered off from wild and onto this year's set <laughs> yeah I, I kind of agree and I don't mind the braid because I think it's very much her signature kind of look but it didn't work with the water effect yeah true um, I hated what she was wearing the, yeah. it just looked like her and her bunch of dancers with the Tonya Harding dancers. Well, I was going to say she looked like she was off to the figure skating exactly. world championship. The figure skaters having a night out or something. We went from this sort of sophisticated Dua Lipa look for the backing dancers in the semi-final to yeah. this, and I don't think it worked. And a little vocal miss at, after the water moment. Probably mm. just a couple of those factors who didn't make the four, but I don't think it would have made a difference of her making it anywhere near yeah. the two. It was a shame because that big note straight after the water thing, people are going to remember that you've got their attention. You need to make it stick, and I don't think she landed it. Overall, great show, great quality songs. I Look, it was a long slog, but overall I loved the final. I thought everyone did a great job. 
it went well. No disasters this year. So <laughs> well, well done, Norway. So. No scandals with the voting or anything. Yeah, look, Norway always delivers a quality final. I just I'm questioning the process of getting there at this point. I I do agree. I think it's a, a time to have another look at it. You've got the songs. Maybe the process goes on a little long. Even the Eurovision account said they finished their marathon process. <laughs> so that's about as shady as the Eurovision account gets. I think so. Uh, well done, well. Norway. Well done, Tix. Uh, he's gone straight to my 12 points uh, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Right, let's move over um, to across the border at the very top, I think, they, <laughs> they share borders with. Um, Finland this morning, they had UMK and they had the final and we have a winner and it's Blind Channel with Dark Side. Well, this was a dominant victory for Blind Channel. First with the jury, first with the tally vote. Uh, it was close with the jury, 72 to 62. Oscar was second there, but they won the tally vote. 479 points. <laughs> Next closest, uh, Teflon Brothers with 150. They won overall 551 points to 180. It's, that is like group level winning. Yeah, it was huge. And uh, when they announced the result of the tally vote, they left like hanging for a good 30 seconds a minute. I don't know whether they hadn't finished counting it, but um, yeah, it just seemed a bit ridiculous when the actual score got read because it was like, hang on, what? Is that real? Yeah, <laughs> insane. It was that It was that far ahead. Look, I mean, I did like the performance of this. Um, I got to say, I liked the sparse kind of modern stage because there is enough going on with the band and there is enough going on with the song to not have too much going on with the staging. There's Mm. some upside-down business going on in LEDs or whatever. That was interesting. And ultimately, I can see why the Finns really, really went for this. Like... It had a real point of difference, and mm. it will again when it gets to that when it gets to the big contest. So, look, it worked. I thought it worked well live, and yeah, I can I could see why it went very well. Yeah, I agree on the staging. Um, sometimes with rock, they can go over the top. A lot of the groups yawn, <laughs> but like this was even though it was like really well formed, like it the modern. St- side of that rather than just thrashing hair and jumping about and lights flashing it was like done quite slickly um and i really like that and i think they did a great job i love what they were wearing actually i thought they looked quite modern contemporary um even though the song isn't <laughs> it's yes. definitely mid-2000s even early lincoln park like <laughs> this is an absolute like it's very much just a bring it, genre it isn't is it? it is and mm. look that's not a bad thing people like that it harks back to an era that people love um and it worked that time and and it's obviously working this time. I think it was the right choice for them to send. It had jury and televote appeal, and I think it will in um, Eurovision as well. So uh, I understand why it won by a mile. Mm-hmm. It was one of those ones I needed to see live. Yeah. Because sometimes rock bands can can be very, very messy and not very TV performance, but these guys can do a TV performance, so it worked. Yeah, true. And look, you know, we know we've spoken about the problematic lyrics People have different versions of this. Go back and listen to the pod if you want to hear what we said about that one. But mm-hmm. uh, that's done and dusted from our side. Um, second place was Teflon Brothers with um, I Love You. 
Um, they came fifth in the jury and second in the tally vote to finish second overall. Mm-hmm. We've got some aliens, Michael. We've been talking about them a few uh, <laughs> few episodes, and we actually finally got some aliens. Finally. Look, <laughs> it was really some interesting staging choices made on this one. I did like the kind of microwave concept that they had at the start, and the whole thing was pretty wacky. And I think that's great, but you got to make sure it lands. And I don't know if this totally landed with the staging. If anything, it just became too much and it was a bit stupid and ridiculous. Mm. So you go, yeah, like it's great to be wacky and I'm never going to tell someone don't be creative and give something a go, fine. But just know when to dial it down a bit because it was all a bit silly in the end, really. I loved it. I loved every (laughs) second of it. Look, it was a bit clumsy at time. She looked like she was scared of falling off the UFO. Who wouldn't have been? (laughs) Yeah, I know. So I kind of always, with that, it's like maybe don't have her up there. Like Mm. it actually, I think, impacted her. Like she was almost thinking as she did stuff. But really some interesting news of like the lights and the hands and some yeah. really good technology use and you're right some of that got lost in the silliness of the whole thing um so it's either be go full camp and go absolutely wacky or maybe dial it down and, and show the, some other side of it but it's the kind of song it was it was fun and ridiculous and that's how they presented it and you know ultimately it got second in the telly vote but it, mm. you looked at that performance and like you're never going to win and you they're not going to send this to eurovision and ultimately what well, a mile in front of the third place so i think it was mm. definitely that second place song maybe mm. if the other boys weren't there maybe this gets the ticket oh could you pretty imagine? easily <laughs> um but um yeah i i yeah it was just a bit much <laughs> yeah look I, I even though i really love this i understood why it didn't win and it was right for it not to win (laughs) um but yeah other than that we had axel um he i think finished in fifth place Mm -hmm. decent score with both jury heavier and oscar was just in front of him very similar jury and televote scores for them as well but umk over for another year a bit of a mini version this year yeah it was good though really good quality Mm. well done blind channel Mm-hmm. Let's move off down to Spain, Dale. They had the gala was on this morning in Australia. I think it finished this afternoon in Australia. <laughs> it did go for a while to choose to choose a song, but uh, they did choose, and it is Blas Canto with Voy a Caderme. Well, it in the end won 58% of the vote compared to its uh, rival Memoria. Uh, it apparently started the night on 72. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that says about the live version, but uh, what did you think of Blas and his ballad this morning? Uh, I definitely preferred the ballad in the studio, and I actually really liked what they did with the staging um, for it, and they definitely put more into the staging of the ballad. I feel like this was heavily weighted in its favour. I think it still has the most potential. I think Blast has a lot of work to do um, Mm. to really own and feel confident in that song. He didn't appear to be completely comfortable and completely confident with it and own it. Though, he hit the big falsetto notes. Um, He hit them fine. Uh, And I think they're the moment of the song. So that that's a really important thing because if you miss those, I don't think they'd be sending uh, the the public would have gone against it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm not surprised to see it lose votes because I didn't really like Memoria, but after watching the two performances, I probably would have voted for the second one 
Memorial. I'll agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, look, ultimately, he did this. There's something about this ballad that has a nice build throughout it. Like he even started with a very exposed kind of acapella mm. vocal, and the, the song grows throughout. And I can see why they were trying to do that. He he's got a good vocal, mm. but I don't think it's jaw dropping. And this song kind of needs it. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, I think overall, this whole package, and particularly what was presented to us this morning, I just found a little underwhelmed. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, <laughs> it was all cadad meh to me yeah. at one stage. <laughs> uh, and ultimately, you're right. When I saw Memoria, which I didn't think much of in the studio, I felt like, well, this is a far more cohesive kind of package than yeah. what was being presented before. And I think either of them are fantastic, but they probably have gone the right way as far as getting, maximising a result in yes, Rotterdam. I agree. But, um, yeah, there's, I don't know. I there's don't know some work there. to do. Oh, you're right. There is some big work to do. And it's about his vocal, and he's got to be able to really sell this. And if he doesn't, then it's, you know, Mr. 20th, 25th place kind uh, of thing. Yeah, you know? I'm thinking if he doesn't, like, this is a jury song. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to get a lot of televote. And... You know how big you got to be on a vocal to get some jury love. Yeah, uh, this is this is like twenty fifth, twenty sixth. In its, at, in at its present, current, form. this is definitely in the bottom couple. We haven't seen all the songs, but on the quality we've seen mm-hmm. in Eurovisions of recent years, um, that's not going to cut it. Yeah, what we saw this morning. But yeah. I have hope. Exactly, I have hope. I really think I think there is a lot of potential with it. So. I'll, I'll consider this a draft version for what we get in uh, in Rotterdam. Let's hope. Oh, all right. Well, let's let's. Uh, we want Spain to do well. We do. I'm a bit do. worried, though. I'm, I'm worried <laughs> for them. I'm worried. Well, let's head up north again. Let's go to Sweden. Uh, semi-final number four of Melody Festivalen took place this morning in Australia. We had our co-host. Oh, sorry, it's three. I'm jumping the gun. Yeah, you're getting it's, excited. Oh, God, I think I'm getting this excited. Week. Uh, we had our co-host joining. Crystal was Timbuktu. What did you think of his efforts? Oh yeah, it was, it was good. He was interesting. He um, was small, <laughs> yeah. small man. Very. Well, who caught my attention was Leaf and Billy, the two kind of comedian guys that they had wandering around the I stage. Loved it. Doing, I thought they were it hilarious. It was silly Swedish humor, and it um, was slapstick, and exactly. it was fun. I didn't even understand a word of it to find it hilarious. I yeah. thought they were terrific. Universally terrible humor, but that's <laughs> quite good. Yeah. Well, let's talk about who got through. Our first director final was Charlotte Pirelli. I don't know if you've heard of her, Dale. Uh, no. She's still young, apparently. She opened the show. What did you think of her performances? Um, it was pretty epic. It was very mm. Charlotte Pirelli. Um, mm. Mixed in with a bit of Anna Bergendahl, if you ask me. Yeah, true, true. Um, I wouldn't use the word contemporary with this number. <laughs> I use power schlager. <laughs> it is power schlager, um, and which is in my genre. I love it. Um, I think at times her vocal was an interesting style. Uh, she needed de- when there was the more a lot of backing with her. It was strong, and it was an epic little performance. It was uh, definitely direct to, f- uh, to finale. I don't know how well it'll actually do in the final. I kind of agree with that. Our second direct to finale was our show closer, which was Duce with the song Voices. First time we've seen him, a young fat chap, only 19 years old. What do you reckon he's about? I, I like the song. Mm. I actually really like it. I think there's a lot of potential. I think he was probably hitting it at about 80%. Um, with getting up to 100, mm-hmm. this could do well. Um, but at the moment, it's like it's actually one of the the songs I've liked the most. It just probably just needs a little bit oomph in the final. But, hey, 
get the cobwebs out now, yeah. come back, smash it out a little bit harder. And um, he could see a really good result for a debut artist at Melfest. It's yeah. really impressive. I definitely thought he was a little nervous on his first one. Yeah. When he came back and did his reprise, I felt like he was hitting his straps a bit more. So I can see another gear in that one for Tusa. Uh, let's talk about our Andre Shansons. We had Clara Hammerstrom with her Tin Man <laughs> outfit. What did you think of that one? Oh, uh, look, I, I when she walked out, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I love it. Power Likewise. Ranger kind of thing. Yeah. And then the song is really good. I love the staging and the silver with the kind of bronzy looked really good together. Um, she did a great performance. She's gorgeous. Mm. I don't think the, so- the song <laughs> and the Power Rangers costume kind of worked together. She just stood there and didn't really do anything. It wasn't, I didn't think it was the right it did make her seem very stiff. Yes. Yeah. 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 But look, uh, still loved it. I only really enjoyed it. Um, she deserved to go through to Andre Hansen. Yeah, I agree. It gave me very Hunter Firm kind of vibes. Uh, and also through to Andre Hansen was Alvaro Estrella. He was back with Baila Baila. What do you think of his effort? It was all very good. Mm-hmm. Um, seen it quite a few times in recent years. This kind of like swedish version of latin pop exactly swedish uh, version of latin it's exactly right it, yeah. it's so plastic it's ridiculous um but it, it was fine um i i kind of would like to see a little bit something more uh, i was a little disappointed with it i, I would have probably put someone else through instead did feel like it never got out of third gear didn't it all right and those missing out this morning were Ad- emil assegard with his kind of Really, was I can't even describe that. It was kind of like a, it's a bit anthemic, yeah, um, a mixture of the schlagery, traditional kind yeah. of. Yeah, hmm, I think I think if it hit its straps, it could have had a chance. Um, but I think he probably just I don't know. He probably didn't nail it, but mm. it wasn't bad. It was good. It was competent. Reminded me of something that it would have done well in Norway rather than Sweden. <laughs> don't know what that says about that. <laughs> don't know if you're being shady or positive. Our Gothenburg rockers mustache missed out as well. They came six. What do you reckon there? That was, Decent rock song. Yeah, decent rock song. The problem, if you're going to do Melfest's rock, do it like those other boys earlier and mm. and Melfestifies it. <laughs> um, they went pretty pure rock. Um, that's never going to cut getting through, um, unfortunately. But it was it was fine. And our last place, unfortunately, someone has to come seventh. Was it Elisa with her song? What did you think of hers? I loved it. I really enjoyed it as well. <laughs> Who would have thought that we would like this dated schlager power kind of song? Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I loved the staging for it. I think she was like kind of maybe thinking about what she had to do. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's going down as one of my tragic semi final losers of Melfest with the pile of schlag of how dated <laughs> being sung by woman. I think there's a whole playlist we have of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And semi final four will round out all the semi finals next week. And then we have our Andra Shansen. So we are chugging along well in Sweden at the moment there, Dar. Excellent, Melfest. Always good. Took a back seat today a little bit, I think, but yeah, um, it'll be back in starring next week again yes one of the others in the region that had their semi another one of their semi-finals this morning was estonia with east Ilal. so friday morning here in australia we had semi-final number one let's quickly run through those who got out of that semi-final carl killing uh egbert milder quite Duma. i'm sure you've heard of him before dale and eva and robert lena with supernova they did they all advanced by the jury televote uh-huh. and then by the pure televote only we had hans and nina and andre and pluto the boys yes yeah what do you think of uh what do you think of the qualifiers out of there uh yeah i think i mean 
they were most of a fine. I think there was probably a couple that were a bit stiff to miss out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've forgotten her name already. Nika, I think it is, who okay. was kind of elevating ah, most right. fans, and I certainly thought so as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think no one blew me away from that one. I think Coit probably was the strongest, but I think there was definitely some issues with it. Um, mm-hmm. Staging was fine, a bit arcade like. Let's, you know, anyone. There's a piano and there's blue light. Everyone's <laughs> going to say arcade. Yeah. Um, but he vocally, I don't know, it wasn't spot on and I felt a bit uncomfortable at times. Afterwards, I was like, oh, is that it? Yeah. Is that it? Like, you're supposed to be one of the favourites. He's that... not going through. Mm. He's But never underestimate an Estonian tally vote. True. The rest were fine. Yeah. Let's talk about semi-final two, which happened this morning. Out of the jury tally vote, we had Kadri. Ukusuviste made it through, Yuri Putsman made it through, and Sured to Drukud, our disco mummers, <laughs> they also made it through. And then with the telly vote only, we had Sissy and Riddell. <laughs> mm. Oh gosh. Um, okay, thoughts on these? Because there's this bunch. Much two. better bunch. Much I kind of felt this had a bit of a more of a pulse. Oh god, it? yeah. yeah. Um, it, this is a lot, lot better. Um, few for me, uh, definitely my favourite song going to this was Ukus of Vistas. Um, I, I thought it was good. It was a little clunky. And I think his vocal was a bit clunky at times. Not bad, just clunky. And the staging was a bit clunky. Um, but often it is with Uku. Like, he yeah. doesn't nail it 100%. And I think there was enough going on. I like the chains. Um, mm-hmm. I like some of the effects. I didn't like some of the... I didn't like the blurred thing. Okay. But he certainly put together a good package, but it definitely needs smoothing out. It's 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 not a sure thing in my mind. Oh, I'm going to disagree. I thought his vocal was really good. Um, I guess the only one, the other one that caught my attention there from the qualifiers was Riddell. This is just bat droppings. Crazy again, isn't it? This oh, is bring p- it on. Pure Estonian crazy. Totally. Song, you know? And we need that in there. Like, it needs to be interesting and it's out there. It's the guys, a couple of the guys who are in Winnie Pooh, that crazy one from a few years ago, it's just as crazy. I, I think I was like, am I asleep having a nightmare? Um, but also, Yuri Putzman really impressed me. I don't like that song in you the studio. You hated that like, song. Like, I would give you a whole, you know, uh, half an hour <laughs> TED talk on it about how I didn't like it. But I thought he did a great job of it. I thought the staging and the package really came together. Okay, <laughs> you're so obviously more impressed than I was. I thought a few camera angles, a few lights, and flipping him upside down or whatever. No, it didn't really work for me, I'm afraid. I guess there was a couple we should talk about that didn't get through this morning. Helisa was six, was always a big fan favourite. Well, um, of mine, definitely. Yeah, and a lot of others. And also Graham of Fun. Both different ways. I think they didn't. I always was worried about six because it's a very good studio Spotify song. Didn't think it was going to kind of come across as well live. She did a fine job. I kind of like the dress. Oh, gosh, you're the only one, I reckon. Grammar fun. Vocally wasn't spot on. It was fun. She jumped around a bit. Mm. It looked good, but I don't think it was super strong. So I can understand why it didn't get through. I can as well. So we have a week off in Estonia now, and we come back for the final in a fortnight. I believe that's the way they do it, don't they? Yep, yep come back. definitely. Look, let's hope the levels rise. That's all I can say because this is pretty pedestrian so far of Estonia so far from what I've seen. I don't know whether there's budgetary issues with that stage or what is going on. It just seems to lack some verve this year. Budget looks like it's behind Uku. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a lot of effects. It's probably still the favourite, I would say, um, and probably the, the most potential. 
mm. at this stage. Yeah, but who knows? He, he, he should be going in the favourite to that final. For sure. All right, let's go back down to the Iberian Peninsula um, and to Portugal, where they had the first semi-final of Festival de Cansao. And we had five qualifiers from that this morning. The Black Mamba with Love is on My Side. Valeria with Namai Profunda Sadade. Fabio Maia with Dialindo. Caritas and Romal with Sadade. And Sara Afonso with Conchamal. God, never leave me do Portugal again. That's hard. Um, anything jump out of out of this these qualifiers for you, Michael? Oh, I thought the standout there for the, in, in this batch was Saudade, the um, the boys from Caritas. Yeah, from Caritas. Caritas. This had something very interesting about it. There's just some elements or something that captures your imagination or captures your attention. And then they even added some sort of different sort of staging elements in there to, towards the end to keep it interesting. I think it's very good, but I don't think it's a Eurovision song to go to the contest. I'll put it that way. We could have When it. has that stopped Portugal oh, yeah. before? <laughs> I mean, the other three, the three ladies, like all I've written is very Portuguese, yeah. very Portuguese, <laughs> really Portuguese. <laughs> Even though Sarah had a delightful voice, you know, they were just very stock standard Portuguese. And then we had an English language song to get through, which yeah. was like quite shocking. It is. And he did a good job. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely from views, and I think from what stood out to me, I totally agree with Caritas. Um, Soldade was really interesting. Uh, modern with traditional even in the staging concept there's mm. a light box but there's tiles behind yeah then these kind of things come out it's almost like japanese kabuki style mm. kind of like frightening monsters, monsters kind of thing yeah um, really, really i i really liked it mm-hmm. um that was i think fourth with the aussie vision team our highest from the semi-final and to me it was a standout um though sarah afonso song i thought was really beautifully done too so it's got a delightful voice yeah i really beautiful. enjoyed it really very kind of 90s um eurovision so mm-hmm. yeah good yeah, I think we're all right. I think actually our semi-final next week out of Portugal would be even better. I think we've got some of the real big hitters coming in in that one. The top three from the team will be in that semi-final. So looking forward to it, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, likewise. All right, other news out this week. Um, we have another Eurovision song that didn't come out through the national finals, but the announcement from Czech Republic of Benny Christo's song. Let's have a little listen to it. It's Omaga. Oh Michael, I know you were a very big fan of Benny Christo's last year. Kamama was one of your favourites. It was. What do you think about this? Yeah, look, I mean, obviously you have high expectations when someone delivers like that. And to be honest, I like this. I think it's, I, I do really like this. I think it's got some really good energy about it. And I'm really happy that he's sticking to that up-tempo vibe that he had last year because I think that really works for him. I'm going to reserve a little bit on this one because I need to see this live. And it was the same with Kamama. When he came out at the uh, Ukrainian national final last year and performed it for the first time, the song just went bang for me. Mm. And I think I can kind of see the same elements in this because he's a real showman. He is, isn't he? And if he can if he can make this work live like he did Kamama, then this is this will win me over big time. I just want to see him this year 
have that confidence and really sell it because mm. last year I did feel, as much as I love the song, you know, he sent out about eight versions of it because he didn't really know what to mm. do and he was mm. like having a go at him. And Just have a bit of confidence in yourself, mate. Sell it for who you are. I think this is the right package for you. Motivational speech by Mike there for uh, <laughs> Benny, if you're listening. Um, but no, look, I, I think this has more broad appeal. It's more pop. Mm-hmm. Um, so And I like it. It's, again, very hard to back up from something. We A lot of artists are having this this year. Definitely a bit of money behind the clip as well. Love the video clip. It shows off the showman um, that you're talking about there. Mm-hmm. And I really do think he'll do a really good version of this. Um, to me, it's almost on the song at the moment's around the TikTok from Croatia level. Mm-hmm. Like, good pop, great. What are you going to bring? We know she can do a great version of this live. Can he deliver something really good too? Different types of songs, of course. Um, but to me, I think if you ask 100 people in the street which one they prefer out of Kamamra and Amaga, they'd probably go for Amaga. But I don't think any of those people who prefer Amaga would necessarily want to vote for it. Well, I think the 20 out of 100 who love Kamama would have voted for Kamama. Mm, that's an interesting So one. I think I I don't I would have liked him to stay in that genre. Okay. And do you think this is go for it? Do you think this is middled trying to please a broad thing is middled a little bit? Is that what you're trying to say? Is he, that... he's in the potential of mid range of death. Okay. All right. So, but the live needs to bring it out of there. I can kind of see where you're going with that. Yeah, but I can. Let's reserve. We haven't got the full set of songs, but mm-hmm. mm, it's in it. It's in danger. I like it. I like, I like it. it. I don't get me wrong. I like it. I'm gonna like a lot of songs. I normally like about thirty to thirty-five <laughs> songs. I don't vote for thirty songs. Yeah, true, true. So true. that's where that sits. Mm-hmm. All right. Other news during the week as well. Um, not official news at this stage, but oh. this is Australian news. We don't do rumors. We don't dabble in rumor, do we? No, we don't. But we do feel we do need to bring this to everyone's attention. <laughs> um, so Montaigne on TikTok in mid-January showed some of her recording session of a song called Technicolor. Um, At that stage, she hadn't chosen her Eurovision entry. That was done a week later. Um, But so this was obviously in the running. Mm. And then this week on APRA, which is the Recording Music Industry official database, a song by Montaigne called Technicolor is due for release very soon. Mm. So one and one sometimes adds up to two, but sometimes it adds up to three. So (laughs) we are not saying that this is the entry. But this is a little snippet. It's off some raw, off-the-phone stuff, so please don't get too excited about the quality of it at this point. But this is Technicolor. Oh, yeah, time to take off your clothes. Technicolor, technicolor. If we stand together, we can do whatever. Technicolor, technicolor. If we can't one so that's it. I mean, we don't know if by next week this will know if this is the song or not. But I tell you, look, there's a little bit of um, the snippet that I really like because if this is it, it's got a nice little hook there with the technique, technique. But, you know, that there's something there. There's something there. Yeah, look, I mean, obviously I'm not going to judge it off that no, little um, little <laughs> clip it or anything like that. But you're right. I, I think there's some good energy in there if this is going to be the right, uh, if this is going to be the entry. We'll see. I guess we'll find out in a short amount of time, won't we? Well, it's got to be in the next couple of weeks. And she is performing at Mardi Gras um, in the first weekend of March. So it could, could be where she um, releases it. I would imagine we're going to get our Eurovision song for Mardi Gras. Yep. Yeah. Only other news out this week was Victoria released her six entries 
that are vying for her spot and fans can have a say mm-hmm. check out our website for those details we'll bring you more probably on that next week's show maybe like which is our favorite and all that kind of stuff yeah i have to say i didn't hear too much um crowing about what was on offer so i'm interested to go have a listen to them yeah and it was a very big week this kind of got lost a little bit i, I think i so, would say so too yeah 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 mm-hmm. talking of weeks let's look at the week ahead michael again mm-hmm. it's big we're getting down to the business here Certainly we've are. got a lot of song um, releases this week starts this is all european time uh tuesday san marino senate looking forward to it because she is such a character and i hope they've got something that justifies that sort of energy that she has yeah she's done some crazy videos alcohol is free was just out of this world she's great oh amazing um wednesday we have cyprus el diablo the first song title i think we got for the year from elena <laughs> that is going to be released on wednesday Ooh, i'm feeling a trop pop latin banger coming up <laughs> never med pop banger no <laughs> hope so uh germany on thursday yendrik stigvart who's been so interesting and his mm. TikTok videos and he's really engaged. I love him already. Yeah. So please bring us something good. He's got a good personality, hasn't he? Yeah, get ready for that ukulele though. Oh gosh. And then Friday we have Leslie Roy from Ireland. She's releasing her song as well. So a big week of song releases. Terrific. And I hope, let's hope she's got something where I want the initial reaction to be really good because I felt like last year it came out and everyone went, oh, well not everyone, but and then kind of, I don't know, myself personally learned to love it. So let's hope yeah, for a good initial no, reaction. No over-promising this year. I think yes. they've learned You're something. sure this isn't as good as Euphoria does? <laughs> Let <laughs> us decide that. Um, yeah, indeed, the fans. Uh, then we get to the weekend. Slovenia on Sunday morning, Australian time around national finals. There's a show for her song, Anna Soklich, who's been chosen already. Um, we have Melfus Heat 4, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. the big one, The Mummers and Eric Sade. Yes. It should be a big one. Yeah, you can imagine they're holding these two back just to uh, make sure we end the semifinals with a bang. I can imagine them seeing them in the final. Yes, and we have Portugal Festival de Cansal, as we mentioned earlier, the second semifinal. Mm, looking forward to that. All right, well, look, thanks so much for joining us again. Big thanks for the team this week. A lot of um, research and work has gone into it. Ali Collette, Guy Hornsey, Kyriakos Sinovitz, Steve Garner, Emma Gary. Who else have we got? Laura Smith here (laughs) as well. And um, Ford Carter, of course, as well. Thanks so much to the team. Um, It's been a huge week for us So, uh, and all Eurovision fans. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. All right, catch you later. Take care.